Don't worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Psalms. Psalm 1, beginning at verse 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. All of Psalm 1. Um, and then looking further in the Word of God specifically, Psalm 121, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he that keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade upon your right hand. The sun shall not smite you by day. Nor the moon by night, the Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. And then uh, Psalm 42. As the heart pants after the water, brooks, so pants my soul after you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me, for I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are, you dis why are you disquieted in me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan and from the Hermonites, from the hill Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and your billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me, while they say daily to me, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Verses 1 through 11, all of Psalm 42. Father, we thank you once again for your word. Thank you for the grace, the power, the peace 
that rests upon your word. Thank you for the joy that flows into our hearts and our minds as we spend time with you one-on-one. Thank you for the opportunity to walk with you in prayer each and every day. Father, more and more with every passing day, help us to grow in our understanding of how we really walk in obedience to your word in which you command us to pray without ceasing. Father, teach us more and more how to do just that, to live a lifestyle of praying without ceasing and empower us to be the praying church and the praying followers of you that you would have each and every one of us to be. We thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson, and we appreciate you being a part of our listening family. Today, we are blessed and honored to have with us once again as our guest host, Jade Holofield, who is with us here on staff at AFA. Jade, good to have you today. It is a joy to be here. It's been a minute. You acting funny towards me? You're been just a little now, while. You, I know. I, I just have to get Jade back more and more. I tell you what, I got to do better. No, I'm kidding. I'm, it's always a pleasure. Thanks to thanks for coming and being with us today. And I uh, uh, want to mention to our listeners once again, uh, on an ongoing basis, of course, we remind you, please remember my email, joseph at afr.net. And that's joseph at afr.net. Pretty consistently, we often will share articles on on air here on the broadcast with the goal of both sharing the insight found and the wisdom and insight found in the articles. But our hope is that you'll email us to get copies so that you can use them in your own walk with the Lord, but also tools to help disciple your own family. But in addition to that, tools that you can forward and share with others online. And remember, it's easy to do ministry online. Uh, you simply forward items like the like these and others that you can have access to and share with others. Again, you can do evangelism and discipleship that way. I want to encourage you, make it a goal to do just that. Because remember, the Great Commission is to every believer in all the world. Go into all the world and make disciples. Come on. And one of the great ways, and to be quite honest, one of the simple ways is to do a lot of evangelism and discipleship mm-hmm. online. And so making it a goal to do it. In fact, I, I would encourage you to prayerfully seek to do it every single day because it is easy. It's a tool God has made available. And the main uh, tool, way whereby the Internet is to be used is for the kingdom of God. It's not the world's instrument. It's God's instrument for his kingdom and for his glory as well. So hope that you'll do that again. My email is joseph at afr.net. If you'd like to get some of the prayer tools or discipleship tools we share, we're glad to share them with you. Well, Jade, again, thanks for joining us today. Yeah. And our topic like that we're topic. looking at, it is a great topic. Mm-hmm. The topic, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that draws from a scripture in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And, you know, I, I think of this, an important truth for us to be mindful of is that, you know, the Bible obviously has lots and lots of commandments. But, you know, it's important to understand when we obey God, uh, obedience is always followed by explosions of grace or chain reactions of grace. Amen. That will bless us and bless through us. Yeah. I love that you said obedience because I think people think prayer is just, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to it. But it's actually a command from the Lord. So mm-hmm. when you're not doing it, it's called sin. That's right. <laughs> you know, I, right. It, like we have to be honest about that. That's mm-hmm. true. And, you know, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17 specifically is the verse that says, pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's... It's found, uh, I'm, I'm going to read the verses before and after, but actually okay. picking up in verse 16, it says, Rejoice evermore, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. 
Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesyings, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. Okay, and that was verses 16 to 22 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Well, several commands, but again, it's good for us to know too, every act of obedience is followed by an outpouring of God's grace. Amen. And the more obedient we are, the more we become vessels through which God can pour his grace into the world. You know, a term that John Wesley uh, used that I like, the, his term, though we may not hear it often, it, his, his term for spiritual habits was means of grace, and that's exactly what they are. Like that. In other words, they're vessels or tools of grace. Remember, we can't earn grace, nor do we deserve grace, but because our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ lived, died on the cross for us, and rose again from the dead and saved us, he made Jesus. grace abundantly Come available on. to us. Mm-hmm. And so it's good for us, I think, to think of grace as being like an ocean of God's grace. And like when we pray, when we pray, we're coming to draw from the ocean of God's grace. Mm-hmm. How tragic it is that too many people come to the ocean of God's grace with a teaspoon. Mm. Uh, it's better to come at least with a cup, but better than that, bring a bucket. Mm. Or a five better than a five-gallon bucket, bring a tanker truck. Come on, Pastor Because Parker. God has so much <laughs> he wants to do through us. Amen. The Bible speaks of us as being good stewards of the manifold grace of God. And yes, we can pour grace into the world yeah. through our prayer lives. It's so important to understand. I love First Thessalonians 5, but there's another verse that I like going to, Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. I actually did a sermon at a church on this verse. Okay. And it says, devote yourselves to prayer keeping mm. alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. So I looked up the word devote. Pastor Park, you ready for this? I'm trying to stay calm. Isaac, mm-hmm. you may have to p- put me down. I get excited now. It says mm-hmm. devote means to be courageously persistent. Mm-hmm. So the scripture says, if we get devote yourselves to prayer, be courageously persistent in prayer, keeping mm-hmm. alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving. So maybe you're listening, you're like, man, I'm trying. Let me tell you what I do. So you remember how the scripture says David encouraged himself in the Lord? Mm-hmm. I will literally say, come on, Jay, you about to do this. Come on, I know you don't feel like praying. Flesh, you about to act right. I will talk to myself. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like a, what's the word? Kind of like. Um, you know, when, if you, when you get ready for a game and everybody like trying to pump each other pump up, yourself, I do because this flesh will get in the way because we, you know, we live in a fallen world. Life mm-hmm. is happening, but I know my need for Jesus. And in order for me to grow in him, I got to pray. I got to have it. He tells me and it's me aiming to obey him. So I'll pump myself up. I said, Jay, you about to pray today. Mm-mm, flesh, you're going to get out the way. And I hit it. And I kid you not in time, my flesh will come as- alongside because I, I, I run this flesh. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And it's going to obey because I'm making it do what I know it needs to do because I need it. I need the Lord. I need prayer. That's right. And we all really do. And it's important to know, too, that like, you know, what's actually helpful is uh, it's helpful to to define prayer, to give a definition of what prayer is about. But now, on the other hand, one might say, well, how can you really define prayer? Well, Mm. it's actually much broader than I think any of us may realize. I agree. Um, Prayer, uh, it's talking to God, it's listening to God, it's walking with God. It's largely, I, I think in a very true sense, we can say it's our intimate walk with God as well. I like that. Now, the yeah. fact is Jesus, again, is the best example of, of a disciple ever that ever walked. Now, of course, he's the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our Lord. He's the Son of God. He's God. But also Jesus, one of his goals was to show us how to walk with God. Mm. And he perfectly did that in his lifetime. 
And so Jesus lived a lifestyle of prayer, but you might notice that Jesus didn't spend 24 hours a day on his knees somewhere praying. Mm -hmm. You might say, well, did Jesus pray without ceasing? Well, actually, yes, he did. He always walked in close, intimate relationship with God. That's it. And I believe it can be said that prayer is largely our intimate walk with God. It's so funny. So in my notes here, I wrote, okay, so this is an example I think of. I'm married and we're going to keep it 100 here, okay? Mm -hmm. Y'all ready for this? So God created lovemaking, sex. That's another word. It's in the Bible for marriage. Mm -hmm. There is intimacy. There's a closeness that comes about when a husband and wife, that's the only reason, that's that's marriage, y'all. When a husband and wife comes together. I correlate that with prayer. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, my walk with the Lord has grown. My prayer with him has grown even more so through the trials I have endured. It mm-hmm. actually brought me to my knees even more. And so when you say intimacy, I, I correlate it with that. That's just how close I feel with the Father. I'm not saying me and the Lord making love. That's disgusting. That's not what I'm saying. But I am referring to the closeness and the intimacy. Because when it comes to a husband and wife becoming one flesh mm-hmm. and in their bedroom, that is a very vulnerable moment in your life. You know what I mean? You're married, mm-hmm. Pastor You know what I'm saying? And so that's how I, I see prayer. It is very vulnerable. I'm so honest with the Lord, y'all. Only me and him will know the things I share with him. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, Jade, it's so important for us to understand, too, that like biblically speaking, again, the same word for know, which again, when it says Adam knew his wife Eve, which Ooh. does refer to his intimate relationship, is the word that has to do with our relationship with God, knowing God as well. Pastor Parker, so come on. So it's helpful to understand that God wants us to walk with him intimately. And, and you know, mm, like obviously that. there are many reasons, I believe, very much for that. But keep in mind, prayer is one of the tools that help us walk with God. Mm-hmm. It's one of the tools that help us stay intimate with the Lord as well. So, Father, thank you for the opportunity for us to grow in our understanding of what it means to pray without ceasing. More and more, help us to walk that out yes. and to live it in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Our co-host today is Jade Holofield. As we look at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing, we'll be right back. Our Father, which art in heaven, yeah, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done On earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread And forgive us our debts As we also have forgiven our debts and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, please deliver us from evil. Oh, please deliver us from evil. 
group. The Walls group singing a song simply entitled The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. And my co-host, guest co-host today is Jade Holofield as well as we look at this topic. And I'm going to share, I read Psalm 42 earlier. I'm going to read it again as well as Psalm 46, but I want you to keep this in mind. The whole book of Psalms is a book of prayer. But now the fact is the whole Bible is actually a book of prayer. Everything in the Bible is, it's a book of prayer. And so remember, praying is talking to God and it's listening to God. And so when you're reading the Word of God, it's prayer, but it's heavy on the listening. And so here we looking at, once again, Psalm 42, it tells us these words. As the deer pants after the water, brooks, so pants my soul after you, O God. My soul thirsts for you, God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before you, God? My tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted in me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan and of the Hermonites from the hill Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and your billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me and my prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say daily to me, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him who is the health of my countenance and my God. Again, Psalm 42. Then looking at Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Selah. There's a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. 
I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. All of Psalm 46. Jade, I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment. Would you pray for believers to grow on their understanding of the need mm-hmm. for us to, to live in the Word of God as an important part of our prayer life? I would love to. Father, it is always such a joy and a privilege to come to you, Lord. It really is. And I'm so thankful for Jesus. He gave us access to to you, the King of everything. Father, I just ask that every person that is tuned in today's program, including myself, Pastor Parker, our producer, Isaac, Lord, I ask that you would give us all a hunger and thirst for your righteousness. Lord, you said, blessed is he who hungers and thirsts for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Give us that desire. And if if someone's listening right now and they're finding themselves, I just don't desire to pray. Be honest with the Lord about that. And then ask him, Father, help me to get a, a, the desire to pray and to seek your face. Lord, I am so grateful for your word. You tell us to devote ourselves in prayer, to pray without ceasing. I ask that you will help us, Lord. Help us by the power of your spirit that lives within us to get, have that unction, to have that desire, Father, that can only come from you. So that's why we are seeking your face. Father, I ask that that, that those who are tuned in today's program, Lord, that they will leave the pro- um, once the show ends, Lord, that they would leave um, on another level in you. You said in your word in Corinthians that we move from glory to glory in Christ Jesus. And I ask humbly that you allow that to, to manifest in our lives. May you be glorified in our prayer life. May we not just focus on ourselves when we pray to you, but may we do, as Pastor Parker mentioned earlier, talk to you, yes, but also listen to you, Lord, to just sit quiet and to hear from you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 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 Thank you, Jade. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. So again, now keep in mind, when we share uh, what we call definitions of prayer, obviously those are just a few definitions, but you know, we all could expand on every every Mm -hmm. definition of prayer you've ever heard. It can be expanded on because again, all our life, if we're wise, we're going to stay in the school of prayer and never graduate because there's more the Holy Spirit can teach us about praying, which is and living a lifestyle of prayer and walking with God. So prayer, obviously, it, yes, it's talking to God. It's listening to God. It has to do with following God. And, uh, you know, just like, for example, in the, the book of Genesis, chapter 12, it tells of how that God commands Abraham to pack up and move to a land that he would show him. Now, you might say, well, that chapter doesn't mention prayer. and It doesn't mention prayer by name. But does that chapter include prayer? Yes, it does. Why? Because someone heard God and they responded. Ooh, that's a part that's of prayer, good, listening to God. And the key is a key point to remember this is that God wants us to always be in a listening mode. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the ways whereby we pray without ceasing, always living to listen for the voice of God. And you know, that's why the scripture says also, Matthew 6, 6, that we are to go to our secret place, our closet to prayer. Now, I'm not saying it's got to be all cute like Priscilla Shire and War Room, even though that's cute, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. just g- getting away, Jesus did that, going away from all the distractions, especially in today's society. Mm-hmm. We have so many these smartphones. I'm going to tell you, I've gotten to where I'm getting less attached to my phone. So people do miss, I miss call- phone calls. But I love that. And the reason why I've done that, because I was noticing I was getting so 
attached to it mm-hmm. and, and distracted, I was getting annoyed, actually. And I was just like, I'm so tired of people. And I love people. Like, I'm tired of dealing with all these distractions. And right. since I've mm-hmm. done that, oh, my goodness. And and aiming to not wake up and just go straight to social media. You know, mm-hmm. like, that's a habit I've had. And the Lord and the Holy Spirit is helping me to stop doing that because we need the Lord. And so you've got to, you know, maybe you're a mom and you have little kids and you're like, well, they interrupt me. Don't use that as an excuse. You better teach those babies. Look, when mommy is is doing is in this area, you give me 10 minutes. Do not interrupt me unless you're bleeding or about to die. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I've met a few moms who have that rule with their kids. In other words, you are showing them that Christ is the number one priority, not you babies. That's actually a good thing because he is to come first. That is a way you're teaching your children that God is above all else in my, right. in, than any anyone else and anything else in my life. And, you know, another scripture that bears out this very same point is Ephesians chapter 6 in the passage that deals with putting on the full armor of God. Mm -hmm. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Now, within this passage where we talk often about putting on the full armor of God, prayer is in a vitally important place And it's brought out very powerfully, too. Reading that verse again, verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. In other words, there are different kinds of prayer. You know, Mm -hmm. there's prayers of thanksgiving, uh, prayers that have to do with worshiping God, Mm -hmm. uh, the prayer of consecration, different kinds of prayer. Praying in the Spirit. Yes, we are. (laughs) And, you know, it's important to know, too, like when you praying in the spirit is a wonderful tool to help you to yes. pray without ceasing Ooh. because it actually makes i think it makes it much easier <laughs> to pray without ceasing when you know how to pray in the spirit just throughout your day as well but one of the many reasons jade why this is so important is because when you pray you're inviting god to help you with whatever you're dealing with yes and if we're wise we'll invite him to help us continually because the fact is The reality is, and Psalm 42 touches on this, uh, it's important to understand that oppression that from the kingdom of darkness can come against us at every moment of the day relentlessly. Mm -hmm. And so, but on the other hand, the Holy Spirit always knows how to overcome the kingdom of darkness. He sure does. And as we learn to live a lifestyle of inviting Jesus to help us, he can help us to live a lifestyle of being overcomers. Mm-hmm. So the key is lean heavy yes. on the Holy Spirit yes. because, again, the, the Holy Spirit is never fearful about any tactic of the devil. Amen. The devil is terrified of the Holy Spirit. You be, come on, Pastor So his Parker. goal is to keep the Word of God and the Holy yeah. Spirit out of the picture because the devil himself knows he cannot defeat the Word of God mm-hmm. or the Spirit of God. So if we learn to lean heavy and walk in the Word and walk in the Spirit— we can be invincible, Ooh. spiritually speaking. I'm telling look, and that's the thing. I think, I, look, I think when we have confidence that the Lord hears our prayers, mm-hmm. now he's going to answer according to his will. So you need to stop this whole, I want this, Lord. You can tell him or ask him, rather, you don't tell the Lord he's the king. Now be be respectful. He's the king. Um, but he hears our prayers. But there's, there's something about when you know that Prayer is so powerful when you're confident based upon the, your time in the word and you know without a shadow of a doubt, like, man, my prayers hold weight because mm-hmm. I'm a child of the king. There's a verse, y'all. Oh, my. Psalm chapter 18 is rocking my world. But there's one, there's one particular verse in Psalm 18. Paul, Paul, David is praying to the father. Verse six. 
It says, in my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice out of his temple and my cry for help before him came into his ears. And let me tell you what the Lord did next. Verse seven. I'm I'm not going to read the whole passage. It says, then the earth shook and quaked and the foundations of the mountains were trembling and were shaken because he was angry. Y'all, God was coming to the rescue of David. When we pray, you got to have in your mind where you know without a shadow of a doubt when the Lord hears the prayers of his children oh he's coming coming for you baby now it may not always be the answer the way you want but it is going to be in a way that's going to help you it, it could be sanctifying you killing off parts of you to bring in more of Christ you, people forget prayer is not about just about you getting things from the Lord he wants you to grow in Christ sanctification is killing you to bring in more Christ I had to have a, a, a um one-on-one conversation with a fellow sister in the Lord and she was dealing we all deal with pride but it was big and I loved her enough to keep it 100 and she starts crying and she says this hurts I said baby sweetheart of course because it's killing off you and bringing in more Christ it hurts, hurts us all but um, I said but the more that you embrace sanctification and praying to the Lord asking him Lord make me more like Christ see people don't realize when we ask that he's gonna mm-hmm. kill off things of you when you ask that, when you pray that to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, along with that, J2, it's good to know God's word is his, perf- is his perfect will. And when you pray the word of God, you're praying the perfect will of yes, God. And we're wise to pray the word of God every single day. Just every like, day. for example, uh, we mention this on the broadcast probably often. We're wise to pray Psalm 91 every single day. Yes, Why? Sir. God wants to protect us. He wants Amen. to provide help. He wants to bless our physical as well as spiritual and emotional and our entire being. Psalm 91 is a wonderful tool for that. So when you pray Psalm 91, you're praying the perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. And it's a prayer God will always answer. And so it's important for us to learn to pray it in faith every single day. Psalm 23. Some mm-hmm. may think what's well, it's a nice, beautiful poem within Scripture. And it's that. But it's a prayer. And so when you Read and meditate on Scripture. You read and meditate on Psalm 23. Again, it's heavy on the listing, but God is ministering to you. And remember, our goal is to stand on the promises of God's Amen. Word. So yes. reading and meditating on Scripture is a wonderful part of your prayer life. Be in the Word every day. It's a great way to help us to walk with God in prayer every day as well. We'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're looking at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. We'll be right back. Be all right. 
Music from Hillsong, Young and Free, Every Little Thing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, Pray Without Ceasing. And my guest co-host today is Jade Holofield. And as we've been looking at different passages, I want to point out another scripture, a familiar scripture. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 tells us, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Well, the phrase in chapter 6, again, a familiar verse that, again, you may hear people quote often. But again, this passage, too, relates powerfully to prayer. Verse 6, again, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. How do you acknowledge God in all your ways? As you thank him for his goodness, as you recognize his presence with you, and you converse with him as you go throughout your day. Now, of course, obviously, when you, when you pray throughout the day, you don't have to shout, shout at the top of your lungs wherever you might be. That can be a little distracting, you know, might draw a little unnecessary attention. But it's important to understand we can quietly pray and talk with God as we go. And again, that's wise because remember, when we pray and talk with God, we invite the Holy Spirit into our circumstance and our situation. I want to remind you, that we have a prayer tool that we encourage you to email us to get. It's called Kingdom Prayers, and it has 10 Bible-based prayers that are wise to pray every single day. It doesn't take but a few minutes to pray through them, but it's a great prayer tool. Remember, everybody can use help in their prayer life, absolutely every believer in all the world. And keep in mind, of all the areas of your life where Satan will come against you, two of the most Uh, intense areas that he will come against you in your life are he'll come against your prayer life and he'll come against your time in the Word of God. Why? Because he realizes those are two things that can be very detrimental to him and his kingdom of darkness if we become diligent in those areas of our lives. That is, I love that you brought that up because he knows, like you said, he knows how powerful this is. And so mm-hmm. I would even encourage, pray over your prayer time when you're when you're like, okay, I'm going to do it in the morning or I'm going to do this at this time. Ask the Lord, Lord, I ask that you will protect this time, that there will be no interruptions. And if so, help me to be alert and know the tricks of the enemy. Scripture says in First Peter, be sober-minded and alert for that adversary. He roams around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So you pray for that prayer time, that, that there will be no interruptions so that you can truly seek the Lord. That's a form of prayer. Look, another thing, maybe you're like, man, I'm trying. It's just so much. You can pray on the toilet. I'm not trying to be like inappropriate here. Everywhere. 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 In the car. Me and the Lord, some of my most, most uh, prolific prayers is actually in my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, me and the Lord, be, we be getting it. Um, mm-hmm. In the car, you can pray in, his, in the shower. You are without excuse. We're giving you plenty of examples here of when you can have time to pray. That's right. That's right. Father, thank you for every believer listening. I thank you for your hand mm-hmm. of grace upon us. Thank you, Father, for each and every one of our prayer lives. Yes. Bless each of our prayer lives indeed. Expand their territory. Cause your hand to be mightily upon them. Keep them from evil that they may not cause pain. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Can I share this, Pastor Parker? Okay. So growing up, my mom, and this is another area, I pray when I'm cooking. 
Now, I don't do it all the time, but I do my mom. Y'all, it was the coolest thing. She would always, and she still does this to this day. So when she's seasoning, she'll say, Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, help me not to over-season or under-season. And I remember mm-hmm. when I was young, and I was like, Mom, why would you, what? And she said, he helps me. Mm-hmm. Kid you not, I do that now. My food be off the chain. Pray mm-hmm. without ceasing. You can pray about everything. So my husband, when he cooks, I'll be like, babe, did you ask the Holy Spirit to help you? He think it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. And his his seasoning be off. And I'll say, you should ask the Holy Ghost to help you. Right. And I have done that. And he's like, man, you right. I don't know if he feels weird about it, but I'm just saying, like, pray. You have a plethora of moments to pray. When you're right. pumping gas, just talk to the Lord. Commune with them. Mm-hmm. Father, help my heart in this situation that happened at work. Father, give me God. You see, like, it's, it's an ongoing conversation. There's no inappropriate time to Never. fellowship with God. Mm-mm. And the Never. fact is, again, when... For example, if we make it a habit to just thank God throughout the day for things, that stirs the Holy Spirit in your life. Yeah. It stirs up your joy, and it encourages your mind and your heart as well. Now, the fact is, you know, often throughout the day, many times we just tend to be quiet and not say anything. Well, yeah. the fact is, many times the thoughts that run through our minds and our hearts when we're just kind of quiet and idle, not all of them, but sometimes it's the Holy Spirit that will speak to us, but sometimes it may be the voice of the devil. But on the mm. other hand, when you speak words where you're fellowshipping with God, yes. speak the words, say you you confess Psalm 23 or any other scripture, you're deliberately connecting with God. Come on, you're Pastor deliberately Parker. conversing with God. Yes, and keep in mind, too, even when the devil tries to bombard your mind with negative thoughts, keep in mind... Your mind has to hush to hear what your mouth is saying. Ooh. So when you speak the word, Just the your mind has to stop and give attention to that. Yes, so that's sir. why speaking the word of God is an important part of walking with God that's as good. well. And we can we we got to add this, y'all. I don't want and I know Pastor Parker doesn't want this either. Yes, you're communing with the Lord, but it should not be just your words. Get mm-hmm. into the Bible so you can pray back scripture. Do you right. hear me? So when the enemy is lying to you, you can hit that joker with the truth of God's word. Get like Bible Bible reading and prayer goes hand in hand. The reason why and I, I'm, I'm sure Pastor Parkin can attest to this. Our prayers are, prop- I don't want to say more powerful. Well, yeah, because we're using the word of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're powerful and that they are more meaningful and that my relationship with the Lord is growing mm-hmm. is because of my time in the word. Okay. Sure. Like it's one thing anybody can pray. Like I met this person once and they said, yeah, I pray to God all the time. And then I asked them, how's your Bible reading? Now I got to work on that. That mm-hmm. told me their prayer is probably more just from their own thoughts. I don't want the Lord just to hear my thoughts. I want to also pray scripture. So that way I can ask the Lord, Lord, give me a hunger and thirst for your word. Lord, mm-hmm. help me to build myself up upon my my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, these are scriptures from the word. You got to hide the word in your heart. And that will also enhance your prayer time. That's right. That's it goes right. both. It goes in hand. And, you know, God will never say no to, to the word of God. He'll never say no to the Word of God. So when you pray the Word of God, you're praying the will of God. So that's an important truth to be mindful of as well. Father, thank you, Lord, for Mm. all of us that are listening now. And thank you for those we've lifted up today. Father, today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today we say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the fowler snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand 
at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high habitation, no evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling. For you give your angels charge over us to keep us all our ways. They bear us up in their hands, lest we dash a foot against the stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us with long life. You satisfy us and show us your salvation. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. 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 You know, that psalm, praying Psalm 91 every day is so wise because it's a psalm that covers all the dangers of life. Mm. And we're wise to pray it absolutely every day. And keep in mind, the prayer of Jabez we prayed earlier, the Psalm 91, are two of the 10 prayers you find within the prayer tool we call Kingdom Prayers. Please email us, joseph at afr.net, to get a copy. We want you to have it as a prayer tool to strengthen your prayer life. Amen. I love that, Pastor Parker. You're, you're always encouraging. You really are. I'm not just saying Praise that. The, the other day, my mom said, how's Pastor Parker doing? I said, he's doing well. And she said, he's still encouraging people to read Psalms 91. I said, all the time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And it's Praise needed. But you're mm-hmm. so right. It's needed. Um, and and I just, I love discussing. I love that you you have such a great habit of encouraging people to pray because it, it is the most important thing. And think about this. Jesus, the Son of God. He, he himself had a personal walk with the Lord and had a pr- he prayed. Mm-hmm. And so he's our example, people. So let's stop with the excuses. Let's pursue the Lord like nobody's business. Listen, that's the least we can do when the Father gave us his best gift up front. That was Jesus. And mm-hmm. all he wants to do is us to commune with him, to have a, a relationship with him. That's and funny. that happens through prayer. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you again for all of us. Father, anoint all of our prayer lives with a mighty, mighty, mighty anointing. Set us all on fire with the spirit of prayer. Empower us to be the praying Mm. church you would have us to be. Help us to be wise enough to pray for our nation, Mm. to pray for our government, to pray for family, pray for friends, pray for our communities. We thank you and we praise you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Well, our time is just about gone here, but I want to remind us again, if you'd like to get a copy of the prayer tool, Kingdom Prayer, simply email us at uh, joseph at afr.net. I want to mention, too, the the book I had the privilege of writing called The Intercession Chronicles. It's a Mm -hmm. parable about prayer. It's a fun book to read, but it's, it's fiction, but it's a tool to help strengthen your prayer life. And at the back, the same prayer tool, Kingdom Prayers, that I mentioned is found in the book. So... If you'd like to get a copy of the book, uh, simply go to resources.afa.net and you can get a copy of the book. Again, the title is The Intercession Chronicles. Jade, thanks again for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I was blessed. I needed this myself. Oops, I didn't mean to hit that mic. Praise the Lord. (laughs) And as we normally do, before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you have never invited Jesus Christ to come to your heart as the Lord and Savior of your life, today is a great day to be saved. Today is a great day to make that eternally important decision of inviting Christ to come into your heart to be the Lord and Savior of your life. If you'd like to make that step, or if you sense a need to recommit your heart to the Lord, we invite you to simply pray this prayer with us even now. Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins and all the wrong things I've ever done. Three days later, 
You rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, right now, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Help me to read your word every day. Help me to pray every day. And teach me, Lord, and empower me more and more to be faithful to pray without ceasing. Thank you for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we very much want to be in touch with you. We want to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ to put down roots deep. Again, my email, joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We definitely hope to hear from you. joseph at afr.net. Jade, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. We appreciate you coming. And we invite, again, every listener one more time, if you want to get a copy of the Prayer Tool Kingdom Prayers, just email us, joseph at afr.net. Or if you want information, if you'd like you to get, get a copy of our book, The Intercession Chronicles. Again, it's a tool to help strengthen and set your prayer life on fire, a book for that purpose. Again, go to resources.afa.net. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.